Do you have to be good at drawing to be a graphic designer? Is it a crucial skill or can someone who is only capable of drawing stick figures become a successful designer? Hi, I'm Martin Perhiniak, graphic designer, instructor and founder of Yes, I'm a Designer. We are teaching creative tools and techniques and provide inspiration to anyone interested in graphic design and illustration. In this episode, I will be joined by Shumi Pehimiak and Emily Maling to discuss whether every designer should be able to draw and how important it is to understand color theory. This is the third part of a series in which we explore all the skills designers need. First of all, I would like to start with a skill that I feel like is useful I wouldn't say crucial, but definitely useful for anyone in the creative industry, and that would be drawing or sketching. Now, of course, I wouldn't say that everyone, like let's say graphic designers, would need to be able to draw really well, just to have the ability to sketch and create simple mock-ups before they start creating a composition, let's say in InDesign or Illustrator, is definitely a useful skill. Is that something you guys always had or felt comfortable with or used? Yeah, I agree with you. When I didn't feel confident with my drawing, I would start off with just simple sketches, even if it means using like a rectangle to show images and uh, wiggles to show text so some sort of like similar to wireframes is very basic yeah. mm-hmm. but it's a good form of sketch to show how a website layout would look i do feel like it's an important skill as a designer to be able to visually show your designs ideas to your team or your mm-hmm. colleagues without having to actually work on the project yeah i agree i think that it's definitely a skill that comes in handy when you're sort of exploring at the initial idea mm-hmm. stage just as get a feel for like if you feel like the compositional work say in terms of like a logo design it doesn't have to be particularly refined or look incredible it's more just to see if like the shape language fits together or if the composition feels balanced or not balanced or generally just even if you're not the best drawer it just gives you an idea if something is going to look good instead of you wasting loads of time making it an illustrator and it might take like four or five times longer to quickly mock it up and then find out oh it doesn't look great yeah. i have to start again i also felt like when it comes to mocking things up on paper on uh, or even now you know we have like apps like, such as adobe draw and comps which make it a lot easier to do basic sketches but i think when you do start sketching it can really develop more ideas mm. because if you just keep on just like brain dump sketches and ideas eventually something amazing will develop instead of having one set of like sketch do so many and then just mix and match and pick take parts from each of them yeah yeah absolutely yeah i i always found this a fascinating topic and always to talk about this with creatives when i meet them because i always thought before i got into design that everyone who ends up being in working as a designer (laughs) would have a good drawing skill or would have a background in drawing because where I come from or the original thing that I wanted always to do is is drawing. I started going to drawing classes when I was like 10 Mm -hmm. and uh, I attended when I was 10 I was already 
going to these classes, preparing students for university, for getting into like fine art. Mm -hmm. So I was with much older students or, or people in general in drawing classes. So I always had the interest even in the fine art aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But then when I ended up going to do graphic design, it was natural for me to, to sketch things and to imagine things in, in 3D mm -hmm. because I had that training. But then I met a lot of really talented creatives and I realized, I mean, they were really established graphic designers and I realized that not all of them has that background or has yeah. that interest. And it doesn't mean that they are bad. They are actually amazing at graphic design because they have a good sense of balance, composition. They might be far better in, let's say, typography than me because yep. they had interest in that originally. So it's not one of those skills that you cannot live without. No. It's, it's something that is beneficial, but not. you don't have to be amazing at drawing. Yeah, we get tons of questions almost every week they ask you do you have to be good at drawing to become a designer and i think if you are not confident at drawing it shouldn't stop you from becoming a graphic designer when i started my career in design i think a lot of my friends and family were really shocked They're like oh i didn't realize you like drawing because they never saw me draw yeah but i never got out a pen and paper and, and it was ne never naturally in me to draw mm. obviously over the years as i you know develop my skills and stuff i naturally became more drawn to drawing <laughs> so it just developed it's similar to you as well when you you're obviously drawing a lot now yeah but when you were at uni you probably just did basic sketches yeah absolutely like i was very similar like when i was younger i wasn't necessarily drawn towards drawing yeah i liked making things and i liked being creative but i wasn't necessarily always yeah with a pen and paper i was more like I just like cutting things out and sticking them down. Just a really yeah. basic collage. Yeah. And then, yeah, when I went to uni, we went straight into sort of like digital work. And we were, again, taught a little bit to sketch ideas. But I had that fear in me that was sort of like, oh, God, I'm not like a natural born drawer. Am I good enough? Yeah. Am I not? And then like... The more I got into the design world, the more I realised that, yeah, most designers do do basic sketches. What you mentioned earlier as well about some designers coming from, like, different backgrounds of interest is really important as well. So, like, there's designers that come from, like, a typographic background and that's what they were naturally drawn towards and some from an illustrative background and some from, like, a compositional background. And I guess that's how you find your niche and how you find out what it is you want to focus on designing. If you're naturally illustrative, you might want to look at, like logos a bit more but mm. if you're naturally interested in composition it might be more like websites like mm. maybe take like a cue from what you're most interested in could lead you somewhere i think in general if you don't know how to draw even a simple stick figure is fine because i'm sure we, well if you can't do a stick figure then that's an <laughs> issue but i think in graphic design most important thing is getting the composition and the layout right whether that's using lines and rectangles and shapes to show your sketches, your visual idea, that's the most important thing to get that right, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And like your enjoyment of something like drawing, it might come over time, like similar like Tishumi and me. We weren't necessarily always like born drawers, but I would say now we both draw more, a yeah. lot more than even when we first met we both yeah. use ipads and we both have like styles that we're sort of developing and that's a good point i think i think nowadays i think technologies and software such as procreate and ipad as well as wacom they made it more fun for us mm -hmm. to draw whereas mm -hmm. like 
when it comes to using pen and paper, I'm still a bit uncomfortable with it, to be honest. I find it easier to undo and, uh, uh, you know, use the tap function. Yeah. Using two finger taps I'm on too, the paper. I'm not a lazy designer. <laughs> yeah, I don't I want to use a rubber. And yeah. I think nowadays these apps make it easier for traditional designers who were not confident in drawing mm -hmm. have the chance to draw yeah. better. I really find that interesting, this, this whole topic of digital, getting into drawing using digital tools, because we will definitely see a shift in the current generation, let's say kids now, mm -hmm. they obviously grew up having these tools around, like they don't even have to have the iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil, even the cheaper iPads now you can use the Apple Pencil with. Yeah. And so it's more accessible mm -hmm. to have something amazing in terms of quality and drawing experience mm -hmm. uh, on a digital device. It will be interesting to see that shift, but what is clear that there is a huge trend. It's almost like the renaissance of drawing it yeah. comes back and everyone wants to be good at drawing yeah like there's so much interest we can see from the courses that we are doing and the students we have that everyone would like to improve that skill it also i think comes down to the fact that graphic design became fairly widespread like mm -hmm. a lot of people are already graphic designers and as more and more people getting into it and obviously we are helping you the listeners most of you probably are also interested in learning that's why you are here listening to us which is a great thing but drawing feels like it's still one of those frontiers that is hard to yeah. reach yeah. if you are not starting out as doing something like as an illustrator. If you want to get into drawing, it is a really hard thing to, to crack. And I just wanted to say something quickly before I forget. Um, when you are a graphic designer, once you are doing it for a couple of years, you naturally feel like you need to make something more organic. It's obviously graphic design is putting elements together to come up with a layout. You don't necessarily work on those elements. Whereas after a couple of years becoming doing a graphic design, composition and layout, etc., you naturally feel like you want to challenge yourself and actually work on illustrations rather than working with the illustrator. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like that was my path and I, I can see the patterns in a lot of other designers, even mm -hmm. like yourself, like mm -hmm. now you're more, you know, drawn to coming up with your own illustrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Art. almost like an evolution. Yes. That is a common pattern, as you yeah. said, a lot of mm -hmm. creatives go through. So if you don't come from that background, it's something definitely that you can improve on, acquire and yeah. develop your mm -hmm. style. And one other thing that we are doing this uh, Show Your Work series on our YouTube channel, and we'd sit down with mainly illustrators and digital artists, young artists who are starting out. But we can hear from them, we can see in their styles that when it comes to drawing, it's not about realism. It's not about like creating photorealistic drawings. That's important. It's about developing a style, stylized version of real objects and yeah. characters. And that is something that some people find obviously really easy. Mm -hmm. Some people find it hard, but you shouldn't think about drawing as the only direction is to be able to draw something completely looking realistic. I don't think so I've actually, ever drawn anything realistic in my entire life. Same. Like <laughs> I, I don't. I think there is the realistic artist who maybe more fine artists would probably do mm -hmm. when they do life drawing and etc. Whereas there's the illustration aspect where you design for commercial use. 
I don't know, it's it's a different field, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, I agree. The thing is with illustration and with drawing in general, especially in our, like, modern context, having your own style and telling a story with an illustration, like, we've mentioned in the past, like, a lot of the skills you'll need as a designer, storytelling skills. Like, you've mentioned it before in your seminars and stuff with illustration, like, as long as you engage the audience and, like, there's an interesting kind of narrative that you're telling with your image even if it's something really simple then it's a good illustration it doesn't have to be the exact likeness of a person or an object it's more about like the emotion it's sort of provoking yeah i think that's why like some illustrators like Gemma coral she's so huge and popular because she is amazing at telling a story through Mm. her illustration Mm -hmm. and her illustration and she even mocks about it that people take the piss that it's not realistic it's she's Mm -hmm. not a good illustrator if you do go to her website you can see more about her bio but i think she is an example of an illustrator who is amazing at telling a story with with very simple simple, stylized illustrations Mm -hmm. so all in all i think drawing and or even if we just call it sketching is a very useful skill and Mm -hmm. it's worth implementing that in every designer's workflow and whether it's on paper whether it's digital it's definitely something no everyone should just try out and, Mm -hmm. and try to get into and then depending how you feel you can become even an illustrator if you practice enough and if that's the direction you want to take yeah apart from drawing there are a couple of other things that i think is worth mentioning when it comes to creative skills one that i think is quite crucial and then one of the fundamentals of design would be color Mm. now this is an interesting topic on its own as well because color theory can get really technical it's it's all to do with (laughs) physics so Mm -hmm. color comes down to waves that we see and the spectrum and the gamut and it can get really which i don't understand anything (laughs) (laughs) it can get really scientific or if you look at it from an artistic point of view can get also very technical if you sit down with a let's say an artist an oil painter Mm -hmm. they would tell you all the different kinds of mixing and Mm -hmm. then how that is perceived and then all all the different uh, like complementary colors and the Mm -hmm. color tones and all that it can get again very complex no matter which direction you look at it yeah but i think as a graphic designer if you you look at it at that from that point of view having a basic understanding of how let's say a color theme works where you have four or five colors that's in harmony on its own is already a good start being able to tell when colors work well together and how to utilize those colors how to make sure there is a repeat there is consistency and what it represents the color itself different like cultures as well yeah meaning behind meaning the colors. behind the colors and without, without getting too much into detail but yeah each color would represent something but just having a vague understanding even if it just means simply reading up on it yeah would help mm-hmm. yeah career yeah. so we would encourage anyone who is just new to design in general if you are not already confident using colors it's definitely an area you can learn a lot about and we've covered this in our 365 mm-hmm. series emily you've done some uh, i think four or five episodes was on color and we also have a blog post on color combinations uh, where we do share links on uh, more the psychology behind colors mm-hmm. which could be a help if you just want to have a vague understanding without going too technical and too deep into color yeah for sure i think like shumi and martin say like you don't need 
to understand like every single like hue and tone and and everything like that is just really important to understand the different types of color palettes that you can build and the foundation they're built upon and like so just looking doing a little bit of reading around like the color wheel and how the color wheel works massively helped me when I was first starting and struggling to pair colors together and I couldn't quite get the hang of it just using online resources to learn a little bit more about like how to group colors and color palettes that are similar or color palettes that are completely opposite to one another and like as a designer this doesn't have to come like inherently you shouldn't expect yourself to know it like straight off the bat like it's okay to look at a few color palettes online say on like adobe color mm-hmm. and see how other people are using it and then use those for a little bit and then start making your own when you feel more confident like yeah that's okay to do yeah and as Emily said we also share on our Instagram we're starting to share more color um, combinations that could work it's just about observing as well yeah. isn't it it's just the main thing observing whether you're in a shop or nature seeing which colors work well together yeah adobe color improved a lot and they recently added a lot of updates to it and the fact that it's now connected to adobe stock and Mm -hmm. behance as well uh, you can actually find color harmonies based on projects on behance or stock assets whether it's illustration or photographs on adobe stock that's also very useful because you can see them in action Mm -hmm. not just a palette but you see it being used and you can tell whether that's the type of look that you're after or that's the atmosphere that you want to create with your artwork. Color I think is very important and I wanted to mention one more thing about this that I find really interesting. We talked about niching and creating a niche for yourself in a couple of episodes before but I think even with color it is possible to create a niche for yourself Mm -hmm. especially if you're an illustrator like we all know about illustrators who are recognizable their work is recognizable purely from the color palette that they are using they might alter it slightly but you can tell especially if they are using bold colors or let's say more pastely colors or even like a certain hue let's say purple Mm -hmm. is very prominent in someone's artwork then that's almost like a niche that they created for themselves. That's a very good way of finding your style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you will also, talking about finding your style, you kind of are naturally drawn to a specific colour without even realising it. Yeah. So if next time you think, like, I I don't know, if you were to look at your project, you might see a pattern in the similar Mm. colours that you use. Like, my colour palettes are quite feminine. I'm always drawn to, like, pinks and blues. And I try to experiment with different colours, but I just go back to the ones that I love similar to your more neutral colours like kind of like mustards and like light blues and that kind of colours yeah Mm. so yeah I think without realising that you are drawn to specific colours not just in your work but also in what you wear Um, yeah and your your home environment in general as yeah well. and it's part of who you are and like you say that's absolutely fine to use those colors because you'll be most comfortable using them it will come across in your work that you enjoy using yeah. them and like you'll be able to picture your designs better at the start if you have an idea for color palettes like i know a few illustrators they have like sets of palettes saved as illustrator mm. like files and they just load them into every document they open mm. and you that's have, fine yeah I think the CC libraries have the option now as well, isn't it? Yeah. You can have individual colors or even color themes in CC libraries, which is very useful. I think 
Next time we can talk about more creative skills and hopefully this uh, topic was useful for everyone. And if you want to learn a bit more about things that we discussed today, we have a blog post that you can find on our blog and also check out the show notes for any links that we talked about and we mentioned. So continuing on in the next episode, we will cover more creative skills that you need as a designer. Cool. Thank you guys. Nice Thank one. you. I hope you found this episode of Yes, I'm a Designer podcast useful and will motivate you to keep on learning whatever you decide to master. Subscribe to our newsletter if you want to be notified about our latest projects and receive weekly doses of inspiration and insight into the creative industry. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube and watch our weekly videos released every Monday and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and Pinterest. Don't forget to send us an email to info at yesimadesigner.com if you have anything to share or say about this episode or if you want to propose future topics for us to cover in the podcast. If you want to start learning from us, we recommend to join our pro membership, which will give you access to all of our courses and a lot of premium features like getting personalized reviews of your submitted designs. You can find links in the description to all of our platforms and everything else related to the things we talked about in this show. Thanks a lot for listening and have fun learning.